Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, this is the uh, voice of the local announcer, and this is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's time for the food show. Every day we sit down and we talk about eating about restaurants, about cooking and wine, cocktails, the entire range of it. And if you want to uh, share us anything that you've ever uh, enjoyed a lot, uh, call us and tell us about it and, and tell us. And uh, the, the, the and call phone us. number is 260-6368. Are we still having a, a little problem getting uh, be, getting heard over there? Are you okay? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, there we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, oh, listen, hi. I don't know if we've had. Oh, you know who <laughs> it is. It's. Uh, I think. Um, I I I think. Uh, Mary. Uh, Mary. Uh, and. And. Is here. Yes. Again. And. Uh, As always, every yeah. day. And here you are again. And here I am. Yes, indeed. Hi, folks. We have a great bunch of stuff to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Well, we have, uh, last night was a busy, busy night after the show. We went to the Dixie Brewery reopening, which was was just fantastic. And then we went after that to Andrea's 35th anniversary. So it was busy stuff for us last night. Yeah, and uh, did you like it? Much to report. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was fantastic. Tom, I wish you'd stop writing those little knobs. I tell uh, you truly, I do. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's, that seems to be. Okay. But anyway, we'll see what we, we'll keep working on it as we play around and see if we can find it. I don't know why. I I wish we didn't have to play around. I wish we could just do the show. Well. Yeah. uh, Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. You would like to chat with us about that or anything else. Um, the the party last night was uh, just really really nice. It was first of all highly recommend a visit to the New Dixie Brewery, which opens tomorrow officially. Uh, and they're having, I hear, an, uh, that a big 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 uh, to do is going on there today. No, it's not open nope, to the, nope, no, nope, not, nope, not nope. open to anybody. No, it's open to some people, yeah, but it is yeah. not open to the public. It opens yeah. to the public tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Well, they had a, a one for a VIPs. Uh-huh. How I got on that uh, as a VIP, I don't know. But it, was it was a really nice party. It was a great party and uh, a great crowd of people. and Great uh, food. And Dixie beer. It was really, really nice. I, I just um, am so impressed with the new place and the facility and uh, it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time to go out there. I'm not a huge beer drinker, first of all. How big are you? And I'm not uh, impressed, generally speaking, with any kind of beer tour. But tour or not, just to go out there and see what they've done is worth the trip. The food is going to be great. It's um, 
the tap room has uh, contracted with a place that I really do like at all of the little markets around town. Yeah, we've got. It's more called Fet O Fet. Fet O Fet. Nope. Fet, oh, yeah. as in I'm going fet. to fet okay. you. Fet O Fet, wow. and um, well, they have three mark. They're at three markets: the Saint Rock, the Pythian, and the Auction House. But now they are at Jack's Brewery, and the menu looks really good that they're going to be serving at the tap room. And the food last night was great. I thought so. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, there wasn't a lot of different things, but the, what they did have out, I thought was was, was pretty classic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, <clears throat> it was going to be nice. Yeah. We also have. Uh, Peggy's got Laborde on. She's going to be calling in today oh, no kidding. to talk about her documentary about Dixie Beer, which airs on Tuesday evening on WYES. They were previewing it last night in the theater. There's upstairs. You go into the brewery. Mm-hmm. You walk right into the tap room, which is the whole first floor. There's like a little shop and then... The tap is right there where they'll be serving six different brews. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They really run them up. Dixie's coming into the 21st century. Yeah, so there it is. It's a lot better than it was. And they uh, and they are going to be – they had three beers last night that they were serving. And they'll be serving six. Tom, I don't know what to tell you. Don't I don't know what to tell you. We're not registering at all. all right. So, uh, anyway so, – um, yeah, there are six. There'll be six brews, and uh, a great menu in the tap room. You go upstairs, and there is a museum, the tour for the the the, the brewery tour, and then the theater. And Peggy's documentary was on a loop there oh, last night. You, oh, you saw it last night? I didn't see it because we oh. had to go to Andrea's. Ah, well, yeah, there was a lot going on yesterday, so. Anyway, that was a, a nice thing. So in case you haven't picked up on it, this is good old Dixie beer that you know going back a long, long way. And it's still there, and uh, it, it took a lot of uh, hits during the hurricane. But uh, that family that had, had the, uh, the saints. And that, well, it's Gail Benson. It's, uh, it was, it's got a story of two resurrections, actually. Tell me about it. What would you say, Doug? Doug said something. I know. Well, I, I don't know what to say, Doug. I just don't. I don't know what to say well, about we'll keep, that. We'll keep trying, and <laughs> uh, just keep going. I so, mean, uh, but you were. Um, uh, oh wait, wait, wait! They've got. We've got to turn another one. That's okay. All right. Did that do any good? I it would help if you talk. Okay. If you talked. This is right. The mic. This is where that is. Okay. Talking uh, to the mic would be really good. Yeah. Okay. I'm moving right along. Anyway, Gail Benson has uh, the first time it was resurrected was in 1985, when the family that brought Barks root beer to the city resurrected it then, and then Katrina we lost it again, and now Gail Benson stepped in to uh, to help out this time. So. Uh, I think the Bensons actually bought it. So um, anyway, there were lots of speeches. They were all fun. It was a great story, and it was a good party, and I highly recommend it for someone who would like to um, do something fun. I mean, it's it's really, really nice. 
Yeah. Well, uh, be and, and, again, and they'll Sorry. be, uh, from what I gather, they are going to be uh, serving food in there, and uh, it's, it's going to develop. And you can also watch how beer is made, too. That's uh, going to be pretty interesting. I, I went up to one of the areas where they were showing that off, and it was, uh, it was unique. I'm going to go get a lozenge. You, can, you want a lozenge? I have to go get a lozenge. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. I've got some up here if you want. Okay. We have lozenges here on the food show because you never know when you're going to need one. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what everybody says these days. You know, you know what I mean? With everything. Uh, while uh, we're, we're waiting on this, um, there is something uh, that a couple of weeks ago I said, let's, uh, let's as a kind of a, a theme for our program today, uh, instead of not having a, a theme at all, uh, we decided to talk about beef. And not particularly steaks, but uh, and not particularly hamburger either, but uh, uh, a different kind of approach to this. And I thought we could uh, get somewhere with it. And we did for a while. But what I was really hoping for was um, to have uh, a, uh, a another one that got started uh, in order to get into specific things like steaks. And today, just because the way things worked out around the Cool Water Ranch, uh, did you all uh, go out for a steak or you were thinking, or you were, t you were uh, we telling me. Yeah, that we were we Talking were about talking that for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Andreas. We went to Andreas after. Yeah, Andrea was party. having. He it was, was a lovely party. He yeah he had a full house, mm -hmm. and uh, and he had a big menu. It was a six uh, item menu, uh, over courses uh, six courses is what it was. And anyway, it was a little bit of everything, and uh, kind of all his best things too. So uh, that was something to see. He also had a good singer. There, who uh, and yet another one uh, who I know very well. He's a doctor, but he's a good singer too. Yeah. Who would, who would go and think that? So, anyway, it wound up being a good, uh, good day uh, for just about everybody, including me. I, you know, sometimes I feel like I've had my my fit of or my fill of uh, Chef Andrea, but it he it was very well it put together. It was a together. sweet party. It was yeah. really nice. Um, yeah, I think we'll be talking to him a little bit later on. But you know what I thought uh, I would add from this uh, point of view, and that is how about we do look at the steaks that are out there and not just treat it like just beef uh, done this way or that way. How uh, We haven't talked about steaks in quite a while, and uh, why not? Why not? Let's uh, let's hear from you about that. Now, if you have something else you'd la rather talk about, uh, go ahead and call us. Uh, that's all. We don't have a rule about that. We just uh, love to have you call us, uh, and uh, we just rip and roar away. And we'd love to hear from you, uh, no matter where. Two six zero six three six eight. I know you love this, Tom. I think we're going to hear from Timely today. Oh yeah? How come? Because I love Timely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And because I think Timely is a good radio bit, despite your objections. Huh? Yes. Me? Objections? Uh-huh. I didn't say that. Yes, they're doing a very cool thing, do, and do, I think do, it's do. fun. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever uh, puts a smile on These our kids faces. on Instagram, what can you say? These kids on Instagram. Yeah. 2606368 is the number. I can't get over it. Yeah. You would like to chat with us? We are here to do that with yep. you. Yeah, you would uh, love to uh, hear from us, Very too. Very happy I, to I, do I that. would hope to. So last night I had poutine. Poutine? Nope. No? P -p 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 
Poutine. Poutine. Oh, poutine. Uh -huh. This is where you take... It's the uh, Canadian thing that you object to. You melt the, 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 the cheese. It's fries with cheese curds, which is the same thing as cheese. I don't understand the difference, really. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty primitive. Let's just say that. In, in, uh, uh, up in the north there. In Canada, it's Canadian. they just uh, it, it, yeah they're they're Actually, eating it's it all moving, the time. It's moving down because I'm seeing yeah. poutine on a lot of menus down here. I don't understand it. I mean, it's basically cheese fries, mm -hmm. and we should yeah. stick to our cheese fries and let them call it poutine. But last night it was an interesting application of poutine. How would you describe poutines? If you could, it wouldn't mind it's cheese fries. cheese it's, fries. It's cheese fries with okay. a That's with a something given. on top of it. So we have mm -hmm. what we call um debris cheese fries and so it's just roast beef gravy on top of um cheese and fries anyway last night mm -hmm. the folks from fet au fet fet au fet yes i'm a huge fan of fet au fet explain i first discovered fet au fet at the st rock market mm-hmm and they had this little booth along with everyone else. And apparently they share a kitchen. All of those vendors share a kitchen. So that must be kind of hairy because there's a yeah. lot of vendors in those markets. So um, Fet O Fet was serving these gigantic, you've heard the word ginormous, which is really mm -hmm. silly word, but it actually does apply in this case. Yeah. It's a biscuit. A biscuit. Which is overflowing in the spirit of a muffin. So I made up the name Buffin for it because... Buffin? It's a biscuit that is gnarly. I mean, it doesn't look pretty in any way. It's not, it's not perfectly round. It's not a cut biscuit. It looks like... A gnarly biscuit is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Really? No. Gigantic. What What gives it the gigantosis? Well, it, it's just a lot of stuff piled into the muffin tin, and then it explodes over. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I called these a buffin. This is when I first discovered Feto Fet. A buffin. I made up the name buffin. Biscuit slash muffin. Buffin. Anyway. I have something that's kind of like this. What's that? They're cookies, really. Uh-huh. And uh, they're, they're very common. Oh, as a matter of fact, the place you find them is on Delta Airlines. Biscoff. Uh, Biscoff. It's like a, something we're going to talk about every day. <laughs> well, and it's, it's interesting. I think we're talking about Biscoff every single day on the food show now. Biscoff, it, and what that uh, means, where that's coming from, is biscuit is is the bisque uh -huh. part, uh -huh. and then the cough is the coffee. Yeah. And so it's coffee that you drink with biscuits or vice versa. It's biscuits that you drink with coffee. Anyway, yes, correct. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, fat and we need to take a break. So I'll continue the story after the break. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to chat with us, please do. All right. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Well, welcome back. It's the food show. It's unique in America as far as I've been able to tell. I've, I've looked around for years and said, you know, does anybody know of a radio show that's on the air every single day for hours and uh, has been around for 35 years? 
and no one has yet registered with anything on that regard. So I guess that uh, we're still the only one. And I'm, you know, you want to you want to challenge me on that? I'd like to hear to, if you've got. Somebody something. sent me an email saying that yep. there's someone in Homer, Alaska. Homer, Alaska, which is doing something like this, but you gotta mm. wonder how much food is in Homer, Alaska. Well, a lot, I guess, because you gotta keep warm over there, and you gotta. Get, yeah, but you know. I, I can't imagine mm-hmm. that. Anyway, um, so back to Fet Ofet. So they Fet are at Fet. three markets. Mm-hmm. Fet Ofet yeah. is started. They started the Saint Rock Market, and they moved to the auction house. And then they added a third location in the uh, Pythian. So all three. Of these small spaces, Fed has been there. So now mm-hmm. you will be able to eat the food of Fet Fet at the Dixie <laughs> Brewery. Uh, why? Why is the Fet uh, such a, a, a thing in your mind? Um, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, I don't know, Tom. Great job. I don't know. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. I had to switch lozenges because I tried mm. this coldies. Yeah. But I feel like the coldies is kind of erasing, erasing? The, the back of my mouth. So I'm switching now mm. to the halls. Oh, well. But I've been sort of living on those for the last couple of days. Oh, anyway. well, it'll pass over someday and you'll thought that you'll yes. never thought of exactly. uh, remembered. It, back to the, back to the Dixie though. So back. tomorrow yeah. at 11 o'clock they open mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah, and, this is uh, at the Dix Brewery. Dixie Brewery, yeah. Uh-huh. But did you notice, well, you must have noticed, or else you wouldn't have been able to get there. But getting to yeah, that it's a little tricky. is a little tricky. I, it, and I'm the kind of you know, mind-dead uh, individual that uh, I, I, I would get lost uh, around there. Yes, and, my GPS got lost. And that one had a couple of railroad tracks on top of that. So uh, that was really different. I don't know if anybody remembers the movie, um, uh, What's up, yep. Doc? That's what's, what's oh, up, yeah. Doc. It's hilarious. And and where she sends the girlfriend to five six nine Dorilla Street, and she's <laughs> just you know she says to the taxi driver, the taxi driver says, "Do you want me to wait?" And she said, "Yes," and he drives off. And it's just one of those neighborhoods where you don't want to be stuck. So last night, we're down by the port, mm-hmm. and the streets are nothing but potholes, like nothing but potholes. And it's wet, and it's foggy, and it's dark, and that's where my GPS sends me. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. this cannot be it. So well, it wasn't it, of course. But I thought of that movie and the five five six nine or whatever it is, Dorilla Street, mm-hmm. and we turned around and bumped our way out of there till we find we found it. And it's just um, it was it's like a beacon in the night. Yeah. If you will, if, and a beaker is, dar- it was is beacon, darker. It was, it was uh, lighted, and it was a very welcome sight after all the dead ends that we did last night. Anyway, well, two six zero six three six eight. What? It, it, the, the question came up about steaks, because uh, we were talking about steaks earlier tonight, or this afternoon, I guess. And uh, and yeah. lately, people have been calling our program uh, with more steak questions, although it had been off for a long, long time. I mean, it's funny, whatever we talk about on the air, it fluxes back and forth, back and forth. Today, it, I, we genuinely are in the thrall of uh, something about steak. 
Now, if, you, if you've got something else you'd rather talk about, just go ahead and do it. You're always welcome to do anything here on our program. But uh, I thought let's point our finger. Yes, to it's our... obvious we don't have standards, don't you think? <laughs> what? <laughs> the lack of standards is obvious. Two six zero six three six eight. Yes, steaks. Tom, in case What's you haven't steak? noticed, yeah. wants to talk about steak. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we are entertaining calls about steaks. So back yeah. to Andreas. It was a lovely evening. We had a mm-hmm. lot of people that listened to the show that were there. There were uh, uh, people all over the place who wanted me to sign their, uh, yeah. their books. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was it's it's Chef Andrea's cookbook, uh-huh. but I wrote it. Yeah, and, and so and you they, both signed it. Well, we both signed it. Which was it, nice. Uh, but uh, I got the bigger one. Yeah. Because he's too busy. You know, he's got to uh-huh. keep on cooking. Well, it was nice when he came out after everything was over, and he came out and sat with us, and we uh, we poured everybody poured bubbly, mm-hmm. and uh, they cut the cake, and I... I was watching how generous the slices of cake were. Yeah, they were big. And I was worried he was going to run out because usually you have a, a three-tiered cake. And when it's all said and done and everyone's had all the cake they can eat, there's still like half a cake left. Yeah. But Andrea, every time I looked mm-hmm. at it, it was shrinking and shrinking. And they still hadn't delivered cake to our part of the of the room. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. This might be the first time I ever see a cake run out, but it didn't run out. But it was just like a tiny, it was like a tiny quarter of the bottom layer left, which is less cake than I've ever seen on a tiered cake before that remains. Anyway, it was a cake that he did himself. It was chocolate on the inside, and it was a whipped cream-based icing. Mm. And so uh, it was it was nice. All of that was nice. Tom had... We shouldn't say this, but Tom got a special thing. A who? Well, you got grilled pompano, mm-hmm. which was not on the menu for anyone else. But we came so late because Tom wanted me to drive the prom night route. Oh, the prom night route. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I... we left we left New Orleans East and drove the prom night route until mm-hmm. we got lost and I got mad. And then we went to we went to Andrea's after that. But we really had time to get lost because we got to Andrea's, and they hadn't even had entrees yet. So Tom got some grilled pompano. I didn't realize pompano was such a teeny tiny fish. It, it usually little isn't. That was baby a, fish. I must have told him, don't don't give me a big plateful because uh-huh. I can't eat all that much. Uh, but uh, it's designed. The whole the whole point of that kind of uh, fish is to keep it to be very small uh-huh. on top of the uh, uh, on on the um, uh, and uh, that that's what we had so to it was do. A little, very tiny, like thinner than it's very thin, sole. yeah. And and he uh, whenever he does commercials over here, he it's always sixteenth like of an inch. Thick. He, he he mentions in in uh-huh. passing uh, about that. Uh, I didn't but, realize it was that little of a fish. Well, I mean, I've uh, it, seen them before, but they've never been that little. Well, the, if you ever want to get some, don't buy anything like that. Go to the, the store, that, uh, and you'll find some of these uh, some of these pompanos. They're quite thick. They're very nice and meaty, uh-huh. and uh, easily for two people. It, nobody's going to be. Well, it was a cute fish. It looked like the kind. Chi- was it a pompano? Was that pompano? Uh, well, you know, there's some uh, debate about that because. Uh, there are two different varieties of like pompano, a... 
and uh, some of them come out of the uh, Gulf of Mexico, and some of them go a little farther out than that. Well, and so you have to get, you have to catch them at the right time because you can bring them in sometimes, and there's nothing there. And uh, I think I got that, but it was just the perfect no, amount it was. for it me. It was perfect for what you asked for. Uh, well, I wasn't all that hungry, I know, so it was I, a beautiful you know. place because we'd eaten all the crab cakes that's, and yeah, at that's the, some great crab cakes at the party. Mm-hmm. And then Tom got Tom? a Tom you oh oh Tom me okay uh huh yeah got uh, you went for um the bread pudding there was a dessert table of bread pudding yeah. and beignets these were the lightest beignets mm-hmm. i've ever seen very light almost and the float bread away. pudding was the heaviest bread pudding you've ever seen <clears throat> and what's funny about it is that you thought the bread pudding was awful well the one that i had uh-huh. was was overly baked and it was it was hard to eat cuz i didn't they gave you these these uh forks and knives but they didn't work uh-huh. so they uh and, you know that held things up but they, they tasted uh-huh. okay but they they didn't pull together in any way that i felt like i was going to drop it on the floor every second well there yeah. was a woman in the elevator um there was a woman she, in the elevator there were a couple of women in the elevator a couple of women and, it was us. First of all, Gail Benson was there with a security team. Mm-hmm. And so she was leaving and she went in an elevator by herself with her security team. Makes sense. And the rest of us just waited until it came back up. Mm-hmm. And then when we all got in, it was two women and their husbands and us. And the two women were talking about one was eating a beignet and she was marveling about how light it was. And the other one was talking about how great the beignet was, too, and how much she loved the bread pudding. And so I was expecting you to say that you really liked the bread pudding. But, in fact, you said the opposite, that it was, what was it, hard and like a cookie or something? So maybe the fact, but she said she never eats bread pudding. Hmm. So so maybe she just doesn't have enough to compare it to. Well, could be. That's That makes sense to me. But I thought the I thought all the food upstairs was better than the food downstairs, which yeah. was crab cakes. Well, there were so many there were so many people running around on the first yeah. floor, so that was and probably. crostini with shrimp remoulade on top, mm-hmm. and they had some other kind of thing, and I don't know what it was. It seemed like it was like a ball of fried dough, but maybe it was a hush puppy or something. I don't mm, know. I don't know. What was good was really good, and what uh, wasn't it was, you know, then we'd look at it tomorrow. Yeah. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We're coming to you live from our studio, and what we are doing is talking about food, restaurants, cooking, you know, all of this. But uh, the main uh, particular on the magic of uh, putting air in the sky, you know, that's what we do. We put it in the I earth. think it's already in the sky. Yeah. The sky's made of air. So uh, anyway, there was... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. We were anyway. talking about the um, steaks. And, <laughs> and uh, Would someone please call about steaks for Tom? No, we will. I think someone needs to call about steaks we'll, for we'll, Tom. We'll have it. Tom has you know, steaks on the goes. brain. We're well, going to talk about steaks. You're the one who started it. You, mean, you, uh, you uh, mentioned, why don't we go uh, somewhere for a steak tonight? Which is a good idea, for uh, sure, no uh, doubt about uh, it. But uh, anyway, we uh, got into that a little bit. Now we're going to start calling you Plug Honeycut Tom. Plug Honeycut? Uh-huh. I'm not going to go into that story again. Mm, let's I, hope I did not. look up that book, though. Yeah. And you can get it on Amazon. Well. So if you have kids, soap, soap. Don't forget the soap. Let's take a break. 
listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. It's the Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. And uh, Gregory, I'm going to ask you to uh, go on hold for a minute because I have Peggy Scott Labore no, over here. No, you don't. I don't? Not yet. I don't? Hmm. Oh, she's on her way. <laughs> no. Well, I hope so. Anyway, hi, Gregory. Okay, Gregory, sorry hey. about that. You, hey, Mary. You got a, you got a good uh, break there. Hey, Marianne, well, I love that voice. It's kind oh, of like does? a scotch and soda <laughs> no, voice you got there. There's no doubt about it that. It sounds so viral, doesn't it? No. I like well, it. It's um, sexy. Uh, you have, uh, <laughs> sounds like the kind of voice you want to be separated by the airwaves with, you know? You wouldn't yeah, want to well, be in the same we, room with it. Go ahead. What? Without well, the virus, the the uh, voice is sexy, okay? Okay. <laughs> so, um, Greg, Gregory, uh, what's up? Yeah. Come on in. I'm walking in. I'm trying to find the orange chair. Oh, there it is. I found the it. Orange okay. chair. Hmm. The orange chair. Sitting on it's the, the orange. Same chair. color as my lozenges. Go ahead, Gregory. Mm. Huh. Hey, listen. I saw you guys last night. I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys. I was just, you know, talking to so many people, and I and I uh, wanted to uh, come and see you. But it's like, you know, I think that place is fabulous. I think what what uh, what uh, what Tom and Gail Benson have done. To bring Dixie beer back yeah. to New Orleans is an incredible mm-hmm. thing. And I was just there for the beer. I was here for the beer. That's all I was. <laughs> I didn't really care much about the food. I mean, some of it was good. Um, some of it, eh. But, you know. Yeah. Who well, knows? you're there for the beer. That's it. Yes. I was I was here for the beer. Yeah. And, uh it, that was their first batch out of that new facility. So a lot of New Orleanians that remember the old Dixie. You see, Tom, yeah. do you remember years ago when they had a problem with the hop house and the formula sure got do. ruined? Yeah. Remember yeah. when? Yeah, like it went through a bad spell. And a, uh, a, a few yeah. of those, I think. That, that, yeah, that, that, I was about to say that it happened more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, um, the, I mean, they tried to keep it up. They tried to keep it up. God bless them. Um, that old brewery on Tulane Avenue. I mean, that's anybody that grew up in New Orleans, especially as old as I am and as old as you are. I mean, that was like an icon of uh, of, uh, of beer in New Orleans. Yeah. My yeah. parents drank it. Of course, they also drank Jacks and they also drank Falstaff. But Dixie had a special place in a lot of people's hearts, and it's so good to see it back in New Orleans. Um, believe me, I'm not tr- trying to say this because I'm, you know, I'm on any kind of payroll. But I had a I had a wonderful time last night seeing the facility and doing the yeah, tour. It was quite and, a party. Uh, talking to the general manager, yeah, it was a really incredible. The only thing I couldn't do because I was supposed to go, I missed you guys at Andrea's anniversary, and I wish I could have made it there. Cause, well, um, I, I think if you were to walk in there, you would get him to, to do a derby for you, uh, for, especially. I know that. It was, really I know sweet. That. It was, it was getting kind of late by yes. the time I, I had left the East, and uh, I, had, I had other things to do. But um, mm-hmm. I know if I had walked into Andrea's, he would have had the grappa out at the end of the night, like he always does. <laughs> he likes yep. to pull uh-huh. out the grappa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's he is he is a hoot. God bless him. Thirty five years at the same place. It was I mean, a fun. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a fun, sweet party. It was. Good, good, good. I'm sorry I missed that one. You know, yeah, me too. you guys are like that. You guys can do parties in an, uh, two two parties in one night. I can't no, we, do we're that party often. animals. What can we say? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to um, just. Uh, uh, 
say, um, uh, oh, golly, it was just on my mind. I should write a list now. I got a lot of things. Everybody else has um, a list. Go ahead and write yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys, you guys, um, it was on yesterday's show. I was listening. Uh, what was it? Yeah, it was about pies. The best pie in the world is a homemade pie, of course. It has to be homemade. Mm-hmm. And my favorite pie is a pecan pie. No, oh, I love and those. it has to have pecans all the way in through uh-huh. the corns. It has to be from the bottom to the top, full of pecans. Uh-huh. And, and I like it. Believe it or not, I like it warm with ice cream on top, vanilla ice cream. Is that okay? Uh-huh. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys looked marvelous last night. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to say hello, but uh, I saw you guys, and I was like, I was trying to make it, and then I got tapped on the shoulder. I walked another way. That place is that place is humongous. Yeah, it is. That it brewery is, is just I'm, – I, I, I am, like, beaming right now. I am so yeah. proud of what uh, Mr. Benson and uh, what, very and what is doing. I mean, it's this is going to be nothing but good for New Orleans, Tom. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Yeah, we uh, have been pretty lucky with Could that lately, more. so here it is. All right, well, thank right. you. I, I appreciate your stopping All in. All right, you guys. Love you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. It's the food show. Did we find Peggy yet? I mean, Peggy's Peggy. coming in Peggy's at coming four. In at four. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. 2606368 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you about that or anything else on your mind. Uh, are, uh, can you pick me up now? Has that gotten any better? Just if, checking. Don't ask me. Talk to Doug. Well, yeah. Anyway, 2606368. And uh, the theme of the program today, which you can completely ignore if it doesn't appeal to you, is steaks. Ooh, I was about to say, ooh, 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 is it steaks? Yeah, it's steaks. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, a lot of people drink a lot and eat, drink too, but they uh, uh, drink. Eat a lot of steak. And eat a lot of steaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, Picture this, Tom. Hammond. Is Dixie beer, yeah, a steak, yeah, and pecan pie. Sounds good. <laughs> do you do you uh, think it does? I mean, it sounds good yeah. to me. That's just what we're talking about so far. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, today uh, in the four o'clock hour, mm-hmm. we have a busy four o'clock hour. Yeah. Here. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And we have um, Peggy that? Scott Laborde. Who's going to be on to talk about the um, her documentary on Dixie Beer? Well, good, because uh, she Peggy does a lot of those night. things. We never see her anymore, so I'm really glad that we ran into her last night. And then we have um, Timely. I hear they're coming over. Who I know Tom loves, but but I actually do think Timely is loads of fun, and they have a really Based on their Instagram, at Timely and the Toaster, um, they have had an interesting uh, two weeks, maybe, since the last time we spoke. I don't know. And I'm very interested in talking to them and hearing from them, because I've been reading their Instagram. But (laughs) hearing them tell it, I think, will be Mm -hmm. very interesting. One of the big things in your almanac today, Tom is um, Lobster Thermidor. Lobster Thermidor. Uh-huh. It's named after the warm season of summer. Uh-huh. That used to be the name of July. Was, uh, uh-huh. 
Uh, Turbador. No, it's not Turbador. What is it? Now, someone called up and said that they had had this discussion with you once before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably so. You, you people are the most engaged people I've ever seen. Who? Oh, great. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, perfect timing, yeah. Now. And now it's time for a visit Andrea, with... Andrea, you must have read my mind. Chef Andrea, who we were just talking about, just to, and now here he is. He is basking in the afterglow of his triumph last mm-hmm. night. How you like that? Sarah. <laughs> bon pomeriggio. <laughs> That's, there you that go. too. That will help. Yeah. If I tried to say that in my current state, I would hurt myself. One of those. But uh, it's a beautiful day outside, gorgeous inside. A lot of bountiful dishes and uh, really outstanding uh, fresh, fresh, fresh pampano. Some flounder. We have some beautiful, gorgeous flounder. Amberjack. Gorgeous, beautiful amberjack. Lightly pensier saute with the Walter spinach, Fiorentina style, and uh, a little bit touch of aglio olio, pepperoncino. That's a mamma mia. And, uh, of course, we have the our guest favor, favor, favor. We got a lot of compliments on the soup today. It's, uh, it's an appetizer. Including the meal, and there's a seafood chowder. That's a really absolutely mamma mia. Mamma mia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, one of my guest's favorite, favorite soup. And uh, of course, you get the desserts. Uh, we celebrate our 35th anniversary and still going to end of the end of the month. $35 for a three course meal and uh, goes until 10 o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, really outstanding, so beautiful. And uh, we encourage. I'm sorry, I thought you were. No, no go, ahead. go ahead. Encourage uh, everybody you know, to come. I, I, I wanted to thank you for something that is just a lot of fun for me uh, because whenever I go to a restaurant or or any other place, you know, that, where people hang out and do anything, uh, they, uh, uh, they, I, they let me be fun, at least fun for me. And I don't know Absolutely. if that no, spreads to anybody else. <laughs> I love but, uh, I love to be very fun. But we had, we had a ball. I mean, I would walk from table to table. Uh, yeah. Most of these people, I didn't know who the, who they were, but they knew who I was, I guess, and kept bouncing it back and forth, and it wound up being just, I thought, a really fun a- evening. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed people, it. I enjoyed having were, you and Marion. It was wonderful, and uh, this this family from Mississippi came here just to have yeah. a dinner and be with you, and they have the whole entire session, the whole credenza uh, of uh, you books and all the memorable, uh, wonderful uh, years that have been following you uh, all over, and uh, they really enjoyed to be with you last night, taking pictures, the mother and, fa- uh, mother and daughter, um, the wife, and uh, mm-hmm. what a wonderful, wonderful evening, and people, um, awesome. I mean, you know, just, I told you several times, people loving you, and uh, you're a wonderful landmark uh, for New Orleans, Louisiana, and North America. Um, He's an you, icon. Great, wonderful, best too. writer. And, uh, oh, no, no, stop that. And a great singer. I love, I love you to sing. I love you to sing. So you're a beautiful voice. I'm glad you enjoyed I used to be able to know how to, how to sing. But, uh, it, wonderful. I always love to listen to you singing. You know. <laughs> well, anyway, we had a, a great evening, and you had some other, uh, uh, some other people who were good singers, too. There was, uh, I, I can't never remember his, his... Dr. Ventura. Dr. Ventura, okay. Yeah. He's, and boy, does he sing. He's, t- he's operatic. Where's he from, Andrea? Argentina. Oh, okay. Oh, he's from Argentina. He was born and raised in Argentina. Uh, the <gasps> parents from Italy, from Naples. Uh, and uh, okay. he, yeah, he, uh, his okay. mom and dad are immigrant in Argentina. 
He met my family. They have a restaurant in Buenos Aires, Lanús, and uh, Pizzeria Nielo. And he used to go there when he was uh, a student uh, to become a doctor. And when he came to me, we didn't know <laughs> that he was followed my, uh, my I know family. that's a fun story. Isn't that wonderful? Unbelievable. Yeah. And Small then his brother and his, his brother and uh, uh, my cousin, they went to uh, school and they played football together. Soccer, you know, soccer. Who, Roberto and Constantine? No, no, uh, my, my cousin uh, Tonino from Argentina in Buenos uh, Aires. In Argentina. Okay. With Dr. Ventura's brother, they were going to school mm. together, played soccer together. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we uh-huh. didn't know that. Unbelievable. What a small world. It is. Sometimes you never know. It really is. But, uh, yeah, he's a good singer, too. And he plays here on the weekend. Um, you know, Friday, Saturday, we have live music in Cabby Blue, and he comes here and enjoys singing. He's a very good singer. Uh, he, he loves is a good it. Besides yes, to be really a, one of the best cardiologists, but also he, he got a big, huge award to be one of the top cardiologists in North America. So he's going to be inducted in uh, March, uh, and um, of course, he, you know, we we we're happy for him because he deserves it. So wonderful. Yeah. That's All right. Great. So what else um, you got going on over there? Well, tonight we have a copy blue. You know, the happy hours uh, still going at seven o'clock, and then at eight o'clock we have uh, the uh, musician. Um, uh, the um, tonight we have uh, mm-hmm. uh, the um, Jeff is the Jeff is is plays like a Frank Sinatra music um, and he he's a very good too he's outstanding and then tomorrow night we have the Opera People and uh, that's going on this weekend and uh, we encourage you we open till eleven o'clock uh, if you have a nice cup uh, cappuccino a little desserts and a little like you come and have a brew lunch and we'd love to have you you don't have to um, be you know uh, Dress up, very casual, as you know, and uh, we can dance in because we allow the people dancing also. No cover charge. We don't cover charge at all. Always, we enjoy to having you. So, all right, great. Well, right. well, yeah. well uh, it sounds like a great yeah. evening, and in it fact, is. I know it was because I was there. But uh, I'm That's glad it. you stopped in and uh, said hello. I you love to sell it to you all the time, yeah. Andrea. This is eight three four eight five eight three. Thank you, Miriam. Thank you, Tom. Have a Bye, wonderful Andrea. weekend. We'll have to see you soon. Ciao, grazie. Ciao, there Andrea. he goes. Ciao. Let's go Chef right to Andrea. Steven. No. Steven is here. Come on in. Hey, I'm early. You're busy the next hour. Uh, your I nemesis has a second uh, pie and tart book out. Who does? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart has a new oh, a second one. It's this. It's a second book that she's done on pies and tarts. Stephen likes to call up and taunt me with Martha Stewart. <laughs> okay. Do we have time to talk about paprika? Sure, paprika. why not? Paprika. Well, I haven't <laughs> used paprika in years, so the other day I bought some. But, I mean, I know they have, like, a smoked paprika, and I think that comes from Spain or somewhere. Uh-huh. All right, here's the rule, Stephen. I'm making it up right now. Okay. If you are using this spice to do something exotic, like make your own Hungarian goulash, which, by the way, is so much better than it sounds, then it's paprika. But if you're going to just sprinkle it on a baked potato, like we did when I was growing up, it's paprika. Okay. All right. So I know your mother was such a gourmet. <laughs> what? 
I know your mother was such a gourmet. <laughs> I know. So that's it. The the way that you pronounce that word depends on the application you plan for that spice. Okay. Now is it is it spicy? I always thought we'd just put it on there for color, so that's sort of why I stopped using it many years ago. But is no, there really flavor. any it flavor? It doesn't yeah, have a flavor. It, you, you, you can go either way with it. It can be spicy or it can be mild. And uh, okay. so you, you can actually pick that depending on uh, what, what uh, peppers you're starting with because these things – they they come out in different lev, uh, colors. They're and they're red peppers, right? Pimento. They're red peppers. Right. That's exactly what okay, they are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, the, and the way they and the way they treat it in a place like Hungary makes it really spicier than what we do. We have fake everything, as you know. Anyway. Yeah. So and the smoked paprika is that a different plant that that's sm- right. it's, they call pe- it smoked. That's that's right. I mean, I it, it has another name, uh, and I'm trying to remember what it is. But it's the same pepper, and I'll just allow it to dry. As a matter of fact, that that pretty much applies to all of those things. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I didn't know whether I could take regular paprika and put it in a frying pan and and uh, cook it a little bit and make mm-hmm. smoked paprika out of regular paprika. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think that the I think that the red peppers that they use to make it in Hungary are actually different from the ones here. Okay. They're much longer and redder. Anyway, okay. that's my contribution you, from my visit last year. What? When you talk about pepper, are you talking about like a green pepper or a hot pepper? Uh, Red it, it, pepper. It could be either way. You, you can. Uh, okay. It depends on how you buy it, who you buy it from. You'll see them both on the shelf. I'm talking about a red bell pepper. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But the versions of them in Hungary, where it originated, are a deeper red and a longer pepper than the ones you see at Rouse's in a pile. Two for four dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it makes more sense, I guess, that it would be a more intense flavor if it's the real version. Okay. And also on Emerald today, he was cooking with parsnips, and he was making chips. Not much to say there. Well, he said they were so wonderful. I mean, he kept going on about how wonderful these parsnips chips were. (laughs) Well, Uh, you know that you you like to make something like that romantic and uh, and beautiful, but it's really uh, it's not too far from being a potato. Yeah, but you know what? Um, There's a there's a brand called Tetra, I think. Yeah. That has turnip Six chips things. and parsnip mm-hmm. chips and mm-hmm. all those kind of root oh, vegetable that sounds good. chips. Yeah, it sure. is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. There's nothing wrong with them. They're but good. just know what it is before you dive into it. Yeah, that's yeah. all I yeah. say. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like a carrot. Yeah, it looks exactly. like a white carrot. It looks like a colorless carrot, correct? They were very popular yeah. in the early days of the United States. The beige and beige okay. is always gauche. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay, well, I'll let you get to your the rest of your busy day. I'm sorry well, I missed you, you when we <laughs> well, were talking up, about you know, Andrea's okay. party. We are all right. Thank well, you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. See you later. I, you know crabby. what? It doesn't leave me any time to say what I wanted to say. Oh. And maybe we can take some calls on Go this ahead. at the end well, of, at the, in the next hour. Yeah, well, we're sure. not talking to Peggy and we're not talking to Timely. Sure. Uh, today is the day that in 1922, Eskimo pies were ah. introduced. I love Eskimo pies. Wow. Do you like Eskimo pies? Sure, I do. That's ah. I got when I was a kid. I was. Ah. Uh, or Klondike yeah. bars. What's the difference in an Eskimo pie and a Klondike bar? I don't know, but my guess would be they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Mm. I think Klondike mm. bars probably came after Eskimo pies. Mm. I think Klondike bars are square and Eskimo pies are round. Mm-hmm. But there's hard – I mean, how how far off can you get from a blob of vanilla ice cream – not too far. Coated but and dipped in chocolate, and then the whole thing frozen again. This is divine stuff, I think. Yeah. For me, I, anyway. When I was a kid, I got, used to get them all the time. Yeah, they're delicious. And I made a distinction between t- two of them. One of them was very thick, but uh-huh. it was square. And the other one was oblong, but much narrower. I think you're talking about an ice cream sandwich. Ice cream sandwich, yeah. Well, ice cream sandwich is in an Eskimo pie. An ice cream sandwich actually has like a What's baked wafer on either side. Tell me the difference. And the Eskimo pie is simply dipped in chocolate. There's no baked part of it or any kind of wafer involved. Mm. It's just ah. chocolate dipped with ice news cream. News break time. We'll be back. We have more of the food show coming, right? Top of the hour, news mm-hmm. ahead. And then okay. after that, we have Peggy Scott Laborde to talk about her documentary on right. the new or Dixie beer. Uh-huh. And then Timely in the next hour. Uh-huh. Okay. 260 If you want to talk to us, WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.